It was actually in this crazy warehouse, um, and <laughs> it was in Brooklyn somewhere, and I took a cab out there, and I had to pay the cab driver $100 because they didn't want to go to the neighborhood because it was such a bad neighborhood. Wow. And he was like, if I go in, I don't know if I'm going to come out okay. We are Artist Uprising. We have started a movement. Call it a revival for arts and entertainment. Call it a renaissance or a united belief. That creativity should be undoubtedly expressed in a way that shapes culture for the better. That artists should have the resources they need to do the work that runs through their veins. And with the gathering of resources, we will one day abolish the phrase, starving artist. Day and night, the movement does not cease, for creativity never sleeps. Hello and welcome back to the Artist Uprising Podcast. I'm your host, Larry G. Thanks so much for jumping into another episode with us as we listen, learn, and grow. Today's episode is a super special one as it's just a teaser to season one. We will be having a full-on episode with today's guests, Jensi and Cole Keaton, the founders of the Sweet Tooth Hotel, also part of the electro-pop duo, French 75. I had a great time talking with Jensi and Cole talking about how they got their start and how they came up with the Sweet Tooth Hotel. Let's jump right into the episode. I hope you guys enjoy this one. Start off explaining Sweet Tooth for those who have never been there before. Yeah, definitely. So Sweet Tooth Hotel um, is basically an immersive art gallery. And then we follow up with the concept is where the art spends the night. You don't spend the night. And... You know, I usually explain you, you check in, you go into a hotel hallway, you start opening all the doors. And as you open the doors, you start discovering these crazy worlds inside the rooms. What was the concept behind Sweet Tooth? I would like to interject because I want, I want to make sure that Jensi says this part of her story because she always leaves it out. And Jensi was working for Fossil at the time, the watch company, um, right here in Richardson. And she had an opportunity to uh, work with Refinery29 and uh, a couple of other brands in collaboration, one of them those being Opening Ceremony. Oh, wow. And um, they did the pretty much, I would say, as far as brand-related, first pop-up experiential experience ever, and it was called 29 Rooms. It was in Chelsea, is that right, New York? It was actually in this crazy warehouse, um, and (laughs) it was in Brooklyn somewhere, and I took a cab out there and I had to pay the cab driver $100 because they didn't want to go to the neighborhood because it was such a bad neighborhood. Wow. And he was like, if I go in, I don't know if I'm going to come out okay. She was a huge part of that. And, you know, it was a huge success, obviously, with Refinery29. And she came back after that and she was like, dude, this is the future. This is how people will be experiencing um, immersive experiences with brands, etc. She was like, we have to do this. And... What people don't know about mine and Jensi's relationship is she's, you know, it's it's almost annoying sometimes uh, living with her because she's such a savant. And it's like every night before I go to bed, like I'm almost about to drift off into sleep and she's like, hey, I have this insane idea. I'm like, awesome. And she has like these amazing ideas every single day. And I'm just like, can I have some of that? Like, give me some of that energy. <laughs> and eventually, um, you know, we've started off a couple of, smaller projects but then we were like do we just want to jump and just like dump our savings into this and see what happens and it was intentionally if i'm not mistaken you can correct me it's supposed to be like a summer long pop-up yeah in victory we released tickets i think for 30 days 
I was like, okay, we'll just do this for like May, maybe June. And I think the estimate was like, if a hundred people come to this, we'll make our money back. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, let's hope a hundred people come to this. And only hoping because it was just going to be 30 days. Yeah. And it's just, it was so new, you know, Dallas has had immersive theater and, and definitely large scale art installations for sure. Right. But not something that really had merged the brand with the artist. And our goal was to feature local talent because being from the music side, I had talked to a lot of artists that couldn't get gallery shows in Dallas. Right. It's kind of like music, like, oh, you have to be big in LA or New York and then you can be big in Dallas yeah. and Dallas will claim you. And that's not always the case, but I mean, a lot of times it is. And so we had the idea that the front part of the space was going to be a gallery space where we would have just traditional like paintings and prints and things like that. And then as we started talking to artists, they were like, no, like I want to be part of the install. And I was like, duh, of course you want to be part of the install. I wasn't even thinking about that. Yeah. And so that first chapter, it was really cool because um, it was some friends, but also just some artists that we had been fans of and had collected pieces um, like Jeremy Biggers, yeah. um, Shamsi Rumiani was in that first install. And so we built that space kind of all together as a little collective. You know, we might be working on something and then Jeremy was like, oh, let me paint like a pattern on the floor for this room. And we were all learning the space at that time. That first space, we put the wrong flooring in. Oh, wow. Like we were like, oh, you know, let's flip the floor upside down. Um, and so when you walked into the room, it was like, because you're like sticking, sticking to the floor oh, like the entire no. time. Right. Um, and we, we approached Built by Bender for that first chapter mm. um, because we knew like they could create all of these really crazy worlds. Um, and so we took the concept in and in Sweet Tooth Hotel, the, the brand itself, and I say the brand yeah. because you're going to get the sprinkles and the pink and the candy. Um, however, when you start going into the space, the rooms themselves were based on candies, but Cole and I love movies. And so we tried to put a spin on it like, oh, what if this director created this room? So it's like, what if Wes Anderson made this room or Sofia Coppola? Um, and so we tried to give the rooms that were Sweet Tooth Hotel, I'm doing air quotes right now, that distinct um, flavor where it wasn't all just this kind of like bubblegum pink pop. And there was... Um, a lot more for the audience to be able to explore when they went in the space. Is that how Sweet Tooth, the name, was birthed? So Sweet Tooth Hotel, the space that we took over when I went into the space, it used to be a construction office. Oh, wow. And there was this window with a hole cut out, so it looked like a reception desk. And I was like, this looks like a hotel. I was like, how cool would it be if you checked into to a fake hotel and then you started going into, into all the rooms? I knew I wanted to do something... Um, colorful and so Sweet Tooth also um, came a little bit from my nickname because my best friend uh, called me Cake Face because she made a cake for my birthday one year and I ate the entire thing at the office. <laughs> no one else had any. <laughs> just like, just ate the whole thing. By the end of the day, she because I was just taking bites with a fork and she's like, Jinsey, did you eat the entire cake? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, and so you know, part of naming for, you know, people who own businesses too, it's also coming up with something that's original that somebody doesn't have. We knew we didn't want to be a museum. 
and call it that title. We really wanted to have it stand out. Um, and so I think there's a lot of nostalgia also around like hotels and motels, whether they're haunted or abandoned or just always something cool happening. There's a lot of different like people passing through them all the right. time. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, the sweet tooth came from the fact that we knew we wanted to do something playful with candy and then hotel really just from the structure of the space that we were in. Now I've been to one of the chapters. Um, how many has it been so far since you opened? What's sad is I've lost count of the exact number. I think, I think it's <laughs> we, five. We, um, yeah, I think we did four or five in our space in Dallas, but we've had a pop-up in Fort Worth right. where we rebooted a couple of things. Okay. And then we have a space in Allen right now called Rewind where we have new installs, but we also rebooted a couple of things because what we've seen as we've presented different art installations is people, they still show up and they're like, where's this, where's this, where's this? So the goal is to hopefully have those in a space somewhere for them to visit. This new one in Allen, can you tell me the concept behind it? What went into the process of the theme and uh, just how you found the spot? We're looking for a new location. Um, we, you know, we have a network of people that we tap into for, you know, various things. I think all people do that, like, hey, this person knows a lot about this area or this culture or whatever. And we started talking um, to some commercial real estate companies and this location popped up and we went out there and Jensi went out there and kind of like scouted it and got really excited about it. It seems to be a really busy area, which where we were coming from wasn't. Right. So that was a big thing. Um, but really the concept kind of came from, you know, we wanted to replicate what we were doing in the old location, but um, bringing back, you know, some of the older installs because um, we've, there's so many people to please, I guess. Yeah. And some people are like, hey, I'm really excited for something new. And then other people will show up and be like, well, where the hell is this install that I saw on Instagram? Why is it not here? This is why this is why I drove three hours or some you know random scenario like that. So we're kind of doing a mixture of old and new and also trying to be a little bit more sustainable right. because it is can be wasteful so that's a whole other side of what we're doing in the future is being more sustainable but um really it just i think the name rewind not only came from you know bringing back some of the old concepts that people loved but also we have a lot of throwback stuff in there like we we have a, v, a old video store that was in a mall and the mall was you know so condemned cool. like all the malls are being condemned now and yeah. you know the people that work there just kind of were like okay cool we're just going to leave all this stuff on. So as you walk in, it looks like, you know, reminiscent it, it of an old like a blockbuster store. or a yeah. store. But as you can see, um, it's been taken over by vines and all kinds of foliage because, you know, it was abandoned. So that's only part of it. But yeah, I mean, I think to add on, we really wanted to get into um, the market further north also because we wanted to just get more exposure for the artists, too. And there are arts communities up north. Right. Um, there's not immersive galleries up there for sure. Um, and so far, it's it's been really fun because our main goal with Sweet Tooth is that we're bringing education about the art and we're also bringing joy to people's lives. And so we were excited to get back open, really because it gives a space we can walk into and just forget about everything. 
for like 30 minutes to an hour. That's the beautiful thing that I love about the space itself is that you're really walking into, it just takes you away from anything you had going on during the day, which I think is like everyone needs, especially mm -hmm. in these times. Yeah, for it sure. wasn't like as, I mean, this is only audience of one talking, but to me it wasn't as relevant when we opened before because it was like, okay, you may be having a hard time at work or you may be having a hard time wherever. But, you know, everybody wasn't always having a hard time. Sometimes it was just fun. It wasn't an escape. But post-pandemic, I mean, I guess we're still in it. Um, everybody is clearly under a lot of stress. And when you go into a place like this, you're not, you're not stressed out. No, you're not so, at all. I want to thank you guys for coming in today and spending some time with us. For our listeners and our viewers, how can they find you on social media? Luckily, with... Um, a unique name. <laughs> all of our <laughs> handles are Sweet Tooth Hotel. Yes. <laughs> so at Sweet Tooth Hotel all over. If you're on TikTok, especially say hi. We're just starting to on get onto yeah. that platform. We're not doing Love any it. dances yet, but it's TBD. <laughs> will happen. Uh, well, thank you guys again for coming through. I really appreciate it. So uh, have a great day and we will see you soon. Thank you. We are the artists that make our cities one of a kind. We are the artists behind all the beauty, even in your home. From the architecture that defines the place where you rest, to the space in between lined with fine art, handcrafted furniture, and vintage finds, there was an artist who gave you a priceless gift, a piece of themselves. It is our mission to abolish the term starving artistry. This podcast is about interviewing those who have paved the way with their successes in the arts and entertainment industry. Tune in as they give other emerging artist listeners tips to success, as well as advice in the midst of a tipping point. This podcast series will also be a platform to discover together new emerging talent from all over the world. Stay tuned and explore the next Artist Uprising. Use hashtag Artist Uprising to join the movement.